Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Friday Night Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. We got to ask, but how's the weather? It is cold. It's, well, cold for here. It's 51. Okay. So it was wetter weather. Uh, but for you, it's probably shorts weather. You know, it's 40 degrees Fahrenheit. It's a little too cool for shorts, but I find like if I'm going for a walk or like a hike or something, I'll just wear shorts because I'm moving around and generating heat. So I sometimes prefer to just wear shorts, even if it's colder, because <laughs> I know that I'll just generate enough heat that I'll just balance out. Okay, you need to make a podcast called Moving Around and Generating Heat. <laughs> yeah. Tips on how to move around and generate heat. Yeah. Podcast would be about, but I think you need to do that. No, it's kind of funny because, like, you know, we'll, we'll go for a walk and, like, I'll I'll wear shorts and go into, like, a store and get, like, a water or Gatorade or something or go into a coffee shop and, like, everyone else is wearing pants and a sweater and I'm wearing, like, a T-shirt and shorts and everyone's looking at me like, what's this guy doing? Like, what, what's this mouth? Okay, if they look at you in Canada for wearing too cold of clothes, then that's something. Yeah. Right? But the funny thing is, is like I just know that once I start hiking or doing whatever, that I'm just walking around. You start stripping. Yeah. So, and then by the time I'm done, I'm like usually like pretty warm just from walking around. So, so the, the shorts make sense at least to me. So, all right, let's not let's not talk about shorts anymore. Although but, we are talking about snow. Yeah. New cold uh, weather. So yeah. that was a beautiful segue. I don't know even. I don't know if you even meant to set that up. But... I definitely did not intend that, but I'm that glad it worked out nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, Good job. Yeah, we're talking about episode eight of season one of Gilmore Girls: Love and War and Snow. And, this, and Laurel, is... I can smell snow. I'm yeah, snow. She's a snow psychic. And she gets. And she mentions how like the snow brings good fortune for her, and mm-hmm. such a great payoff of this episode with um max medina <laughs> when he's at the garage right. and she just has the biggest smirk on her face because just everything works she out just perfectly it, right you know. so what i like having those days where the universe just kind of lines things up for you yeah but I, so when she was listening to the answering machine with max medina does the okay so so tell me what you think about this so was she just listening to his messages and she never called him back? Or do you think she had been talking with him? Because when she saw him in town, it sounded like they had not had contact. Yeah, I feel like she hadn't gone back to him in a while. And he had left two messages, really long messages. So yeah. I don't know if that's part of her character that she kind of... I don't know if it's playing hard to get. That's not the right word. I but f- she kind of yeah. blows people off a little bit, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I think also, too, like, she maybe was busy and had some things to work on, but... Okay, yeah. it takes you, like, five seconds to call somebody back. Yeah. Oh, I guess they didn't have texting, did they? Or yeah, they she, had the, she had to deal with uh, Dean and Rory last episode, so she was probably too right. busy, you know, scoping out the new... Or uh, Rory's boyfriend before getting back to Max Medina. Do we have any idea of the time frame between episodes? Is that ever alluded to? Not particularly, no. Okay. I want to say, like, they're probably, like, days apart. I In my mind, it's, mm-hmm, like, days mm-hmm. apart. That makes sense. At least it feels like it too. doesn't feel, like, too significant. There's, like, mm-hmm. some that are much drastic. And you kind of can tell, like, 
you know, or like change of seasons people, and stuff. Yeah, like people go on a trip or something. So, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I guess it kind of would be because like what it was autumn in the last autumn festival, and then the first day of snow. So, yeah, I mean, it might have been like maybe a Wait, few weeks. When did when did Lane touch the guy's hair? Wasn't that in this episode? That was in this episode, which I think is just fantastically awkward, and I love watching it because it's so funny. It seems so implausible, but at the same time, I could see somebody doing that. But at the same time, I was like, ugh. It's socially awkward in a way, because obviously you shouldn't ever just... It's kind of more than socially awkward. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Running your hands through somebody's hair without their okay. I think it's because it's Lane. I'm like, it's okay, because I know Lane. But you're right, it is creepy. Like, if somebody else... How well do you know Lane? Pretty You're well. acting like you like you know her, know her. I've oh, seen, okay. I've seen like, like she's a friend of yours. Okay, like eight seasons of Blade. I, I feel like I know. Mm-hmm. Her oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, I, I I did find it funny that she just you know opportunity struck and she just puts her hand through the dude's hair and it's just like this is normal. This is okay. But then he turns around like a, I I don't know what his expression was. Whoever that was, actor was did a good expression because I couldn't tell what. I think it was like mild confusion, but also some shock of like, what was that all about? Yeah, yeah, that would be okay. Yeah, that's the that's the expression. Something like that. Some kind of combination of the two. And it I was love that she's walking possible. around wearing her wearing her really nerdy band hat. <laughs> I also just love that she just bolted, like right. Yeah. I mean, just I guess ran. that would could not have been played off like an accident. But I would have loved if she was just like, I'm sorry, I just I don't, it was an accident or something. No, she just uh, makes it even worse for herself by just bolting. Right. So. Well, and you, and you see, nobody else is wearing their band hat, right? Except her. I like, think I think that's part of her character. Like she, like she does things like one hundred fifty percent. Yeah. Know? Also, thinking too, she's like very much, you know, like they were probably getting ready, and she was probably already ready. Maybe that's what it was. People were getting prepared because I think they were she like, was wearing it when they were sitting at the bench. Like, when she was sitting at the bench with, with Rory and Dean, she she's was just, wearing it the whole time. She's just very prepared for band. I um, guess so. But, yeah. Um, Taylor's trying to decorate the town, and Luke's kind of like, no. Oh, no, it's not that. It's the... <laughs> that was the last episode. Um, they were trying to commemorate the battle. Which I, th- I thought was funny. Luke Wait, was like, is that the same episode as the as the fall decorations? No. So I was right. It was the fall decorations for last episode. So he did flip out over the salt and pepper shakers. And yes. get in and talk about it bothering him because indigenous it's rights. For some reason I put these together. Okay. They feel like the same episode, but I think it's just two episodes of Taylor and Luke having it out. Although this one arguably was much better because we also had the uh, scene at the town meeting which was pretty great which i talked about last podcast okay yeah but no, so that, that was a good one i i, I like that that's where they're sitting there with their with their drink and food just kind of watching the fireworks and they yeah, knew that it was definitely was gonna blow at some point it was this one yeah because he gets so fired up about the reenactment he didn't get really that fired up about the autumn thing so um right. yeah so and then you find out the real reason why, it's right? Because it's dad. because his dad and his dad was buried with the musket. Yeah. So Lorelai's <laughs> like, wow, that's a little creepy. <laughs> oh, like yeah. you would think that it was just so funny because you'd think that she'd be like, oh, that's so sad. And she's like, well, that's sad, but it's also really creepy. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought that was pretty she's funny. She's just really honest. She's like, yeah, creepy. Yeah, she just calls it like she sees it. Like, yeah, that's a little weird. Um, yeah, Lorelai wakes up, can smell snow, and uh, has the window open. Yeah, listening to Max. Max and Dina, right? Yeah, which I don't know. I thought that was kind of a little weird that she kept listening to the voicemail. Like, and again, you're you're gonna listen to it but not call him back. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's what he alluded to, right? That he was trying to get a hold of her. So I forget what the exact dialogue was, but I, but this is a pattern she has, though. If somebody's interested in her, she automatically says no. Yeah, I think she tries. I think in a weird way, she's almost acting like like she just wants to sort of, in a way, just kind of see if it, how it resolves. Like I think she's very indifferent in that way. Like. But then at the same time, too, you can tell she's clearly into Max Medina. So it's like. Which, you know. for reasons unknown. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, he wasn't too terrible, I thought, in this episode. No, but I don't. He doesn't do anything for me. No. But. You're not a Max plus Medina. Plus, it's your shipper. teacher. Yeah, I don't. It's not that I'm not a fan. I just don't. I don't get the appeal. No. Because he's very kind of milk toast. Like, I don't see anything <laughs> about his personality that goes, oh, wow. You know, yeah. I mean, not that you want somebody that's like super flashy and stuff, but he doesn't. You don't know anything about him. Like, there's very little revealed about him. No, except that he's never been married before, right? Like, he was gonna get married and then it didn't work out, and she cheated on him or something. Yeah, I remember that part. But that's that's all we know. I feel like this episode was a little bit of Max Medina growth time, but even then, it wasn't that much. Like, yeah, we got the thing about the wedding or them being married, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did like that they tried to grow the di- the chemistry between Lorelai and Max in this episode. You know? Yeah, that you could tell they have some chemistry. Um, but they're also they're... meant to be a foil for Luke too, because then Luke sees him walking around. I don't know if he saw him kissing, but he saw him what holding hands or walking yeah, around. Yeah, being very close. Yeah, yeah, and then he just kind of made this face like, Ugh. which I thought was great. I love. Yeah. That. The face he made was was great. Yeah, that's a good actor. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, when you go back and watch the first episode, Luke's just diner owner. But by this episode, you start to think maybe there's something that they're building but he's up so to. So much more, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, basically, um, they have a kind of like a date on the town, but at the same time, too, Rory has to stay over at her grandparents, which led to the great frozen pizza scene which i thought was great that was a great i love that yeah yeah i i just love their sort of there's nothing here like we, what are we gonna do and she's like there's a frozen pizza right <laughs> and she talks about how her mom puts stuff on the pizza like she puts parmesan on and they're like oh this is good yeah and i like how enthusiastic they got after they tried it they were just like right put some parmesan on it makes a difference yeah no i thought that was great um and you can tell that Rory really does get along with her grandparents quite well. Mm-hmm. So, which I can, I'm going to do some foreshadowing because I've never seen the show. My guess is is that she starts kind of becoming a little more interested in that lifestyle. Hmm. Interesting. That's my guess. Okay. And then maybe loses touch, maybe a little bit with her friends that she had before. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see how it but goes. But I think I, I don't think with Lane though, but I think I think her attitude towards things, I think the entitlement because she doesn't really seem entitled to me. No. I don't know. I, I have a feeling that's gonna kick in in some way. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But that's due to Chilton or that's due to the grandparents or a combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still just think of how funny it was with Lane running her hand through the hair. That was just so <sighs> funny. I just burst out laughing so when I saw cringe. that. Because it's like she means well. I think, but I think for like a teenage girl who doesn't know any better, like that's just what you do, right? But it was funny that it backfired and she quickly kind of, I think, realized, no, not like this. So. I don't know anybody that has done that. So I'm not really sure, but I could also see where it was plausible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was in her little fantasy world and started touching his hair. Yeah. Oh, my first thought was yuck. But... Yeah. What if he's got like lice or something? You never know. What if he has like really greasy hair? Yeah, that would be disgusting. I think she said later like his hair felt better than it looked or something like that. So. Well, yeah, the, I like that she like then she kind of doubles down <laughs> when she talks to Lorelai. She's like, "Oh, it was the best." <laughs> yeah. Like she's mortified, but she's also like, "It was great." And I really like that she's she is. It's just normal for her to just go over yeah. to the house. Yeah. I really like that. that she's comfortable enough with them that she just hangs out there. But you would wonder why her mother wasn't called looking for her. Yeah, especially because her mother's strict, right? But yeah. Um. Also, there's there was the interesting scene where while the pizza was being cooked, they uh, had Rory in Lorelai's old room, mm-hmm. and Rory picks up that uh, strip bookmark. of strip of photos yeah with uh, oh, for like a photo booth yeah yeah and that was interesting. christopher bio dad yeah christopher oh who asked who asked lorelei to marry her right before chem class and that's why she said no which i thought was great yeah um it goes to i, I think show that rory has a bit of admiration for both her mom and her dad so I, right. I, I never noticed really that scene. I'm curious about it because what she said that they hear from him like once a year or something. I forget what she said to Max Medina. Yeah, like they they hear from him at Christmas or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, and then there's a bit of a confusion there when Lane calls and they get disconnected, and Lane just thinks that she's not a good friend, but it's just because of the snow and yeah. Right. Uh, meanwhile. Lorelai and Max have their date. And I thought that was really charming and cute. I think mm-hmm. uh, before this, I wasn't quite sold on Max and Lorelai, but this episode kind of sold me on them. I'm like, you know what? They're oh, they really? make a relatively decent couple. You know, they had their, their Fiesta burger. They had their time with doing other stuff. I thought it was well done. All that stuff. And uh, for some reason, I really liked the whole Fiesta burger thing. Like, like yeah. she even says to Rory, "Oh yeah, we had fiesta burgers." Like that was you know, the like, right passage. Right, right. Like I showed him around town. We, we had fiesta burgers. Yeah, yeah. They went and saw a movie, and I like their little exchange at the door. Just like you know, mm-hmm. you know, I, or she's just leveling with him about the rules and stuff. Maybe that's why she's kind of pushed people away too. Is that she had this rule that she was not going to bring people back to the house. Well, and even uh, Rory finds out that Max was there, and you have that. There's a little bit of awkwardness there and a little bit of... Because it's her teacher. Yeah. Obviously. And he yeah. was in her bathroom. I mean, that's what bothered her, right? Is that he was in her bathroom. Yeah. I think but, or something. But yeah. then she also pulls out that photo of her her mom and her dad when they were younger and kind of like looks at it. It makes me think like, you know, does, does Rory... Is Rory going to try to sabotage this so that the mom and dad get back together? Maybe. Even though dad's not really in the picture. Maybe. But that may not really matter. 
Yeah. Um, That's not a picture yet. No. Um, you know, Max was being very patient, which I thought was kind of funny because he always seems so impatient in other epi- episodes. So. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I thought that. I was like, why are you being so nice now? But you're kind of a jerk. To- <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's like, do you want to why, why can't you go on this date? What is this about a cat's wake? In this episode, he's like, yeah, I don't mind waiting. I'm like, dude, you don't wait for things. You're so impatient. But Right. Right, maybe. that didn't kind of go with the character, but no. I was like, okay. I guess I could maybe buy it, but... Yeah, you um, didn't buy it at all. <laughs> you didn't buy it! <laughs> I was, I was a little, it took a little convincing. Totally I don't even know if I'm fully convinced. But I think this episode did, go, did do a good job of at least making me feel a little bit more like I liked Max Bedina. A little bit more. I still think he's a bit of a schmuck, but... You know, I, I, I largely thought it, he was he was a little bit better in this. I'm sorry, I just laugh like Ernie. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, well, I'm like, I'm on board, but he's still kind of a schmuck. He's still kind of a schmuck. <laughs> that's the thing. I think that's the best way to describe Max Medina. Like, he's okay. He's, I'm kind of on board, he's but milk toast. He's, he's milk toast. He's a schmuck. But you're also on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Those seem like very different concepts, but I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, we'll just go wrong with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lane <laughs> crashes the party. <laughs> I just, I think like, every, like even in this episode, people forgot that Lane was here because... I, I just, you know, she pops up at the end and she's being so impossibly difficult. Like, okay, the mom of your best friend's trying to, let's be honest, get laid. She's like, hi! Yeah. And you're just like, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm sorry. That's when you say to her, like, no, get the room. <laughs> you got to go. Go. Right. Go, you know. But I mean, Lorelai's very nice and, you know. But I thought that was, I thought it was kind of funny that, like, I, it would have been great if Lorelai was just like, how about you just leave? Like, this is my right. night. Like, I'm having fun Boundaries. With this guy. Boundaries. Yeah. Well, I think what she said, and this is the reference that I liked, was that, well, she's having a Judy Bloom moment. And oh, if yeah. you're not familiar with Judy Bloom, Judy Bloom wrote books specifically for, like, preteens and teenagers. And mm. a lot of them have to do with, like, becoming a teenager and that whole life progression. So I thought when she said that, I thought that was great. Yeah. So that was my favorite reference. Yeah. Um, and she said, well, if she wasn't having a Judy Bloom moment, I would have told her to leave or whatever. But yeah. But you would think Max Medina would like that too, that she's open to talking to Rory's friend when Rory's not there. Yeah. She's empathic. I, I thought, like, he played it well. Although I thought it was kind of funny given, like, how he was with the cat's wake thing where he was being so impatient. <laughs> I thought I, was, I expected him to just be like, can the kid go? Like, just. You know, right, but right. He was okay. He was okay. Max, the Meh Dina. That's it. Max <laughs> Meh Dina. Medina. <laughs> meh. So that's what I'm going to call him from now on. Max <laughs> Meh Dina. Meh Dina. <laughs> He's very meh. Um, yeah. and then Lori, or Rory comes home and yeah, finds him as just a little, little. I, I don't know if she's well, that jealous. Would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But also at the same time, too, like, 
you would think she would want her mom to be happy and clearly the this makes her mom happy but the teacher but that's really awkward because what if they don't work out and it's still rory's teacher is that teacher gonna be impartial still you know Mm. i mean i I could see that being a concern because he already did this whole thing about you know he's already did this thing of i can't give you the test but you know hey i'm gonna do this thing for you you know so there's still there's something kind of off and I could see where she would be concerned that this could affect her grade or that he's going to treat her with deference or, or better than other students. Other students are going to pick up on it and tease her even more. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, she has some valid reasons, but mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought they kind of leave it where she, there's a little bit of resentment. Like it's not fully dealt with, which I thought was good. But it was about him. It wasn't about her bringing somebody home because uh, Rory said, you know what, this is your house too. I thought that was a very mature take for her age. Yeah. To say, yeah, this is your house. You know, you can have somebody over. Because she said, because Lorelai said, well, I broke the rules. Like Rory's the parent. And there is some parentification I see where, where Rory does kind of go into the parent role. Mm. And, you know, and that's one of the instances where Lorelai's like, yeah, but I broke the rule. And she's like, well, it's your house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Favorite performance or best performance in your opinion for this episode? The guy who had his hands run through the hair. Oh, yeah. Freshman was just was classic. He had like five different expressions on his face in one. Yeah. And I also just like to how, you know, it was really up to those expressions to sell and how awkward the moment was. And he did such Mm -hmm. a great job of just like, what's going on? What's... Or Luke when he's offering coffee to them and then they start making special orders. And what does he say? Like, my dad would have taken the coffee or whatever. Because oh, the guy's like, I don't I don't want your coffee. I'm fine. I think it was Taylor, right? Yeah. And then he's like, my dad would take the coffee. And he's like, okay. Oh, no, yeah. it wasn't Taylor. It was the mayor who... Oh, the mayor. Also... I get them confused. It was also... He was also in The Big Lebowski. That's where I remember him from. I have never seen that all the way through. Hmm. But uh... I quote it. <laughs> The dude abides. That's the big <laughs> line for that movie. Um, <laughs> the rug really ties the room together. See, I've never seen it. There we go. Um, that might not be a direct quote either. <laughs> I think best performance for me, I I did really like uh, Richard in this. His whole oh, uh, yeah. thing of like, I just thought I liked how charming he was, but also at the same time, mm-hmm. like you can tell he's the more open out of the two of them. And, and he's being... more sentimental too. Yeah, like talking about the um, the coming out, not coming out, the, the debutante. Yeah, but also too, he has that moment where he, he says, "Like, can we replace the the salmon with this?" Like he's so, right. He's so into well, that pizza. Andy Andy called Emily out on something. He was like, "You're," I forget what it was, but he was basically like, "You're being like really unreasonable and obnoxious." Like that was the gist of it. Yeah, and she just kind of accepted it. She didn't argue back. No. I also liked her thing about the oven timer. Like, she had no idea how an oven timer works. She's freaking out. She's like, yeah. it's just beeping. Make it stop. Yeah. Right. And I thought it was really realistic that he was like, uh, where did you go? This is crazy, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, that's that's how a normal conversation would be. Somebody would yell from the other room, where did you go? And you mm-hmm. don't really, you don't actually see that in a lot of shows. No. That there's a character off screen that's calling somebody. Yeah. But I, there are two mental health jokes that I was not happy about. The one is... Um, with the reenactment and they said um and somebody i don't know if it was lorelei or somebody said 
well, they're going to think that better than, than that than to think that we escaped from you know, whatever the inpatient mental health hospital was. I thought that mm. was in four days. But again, different time. So maybe that it was still not appropriate, but may have flown back then. Yeah. And then there was another one, too, that I thought was kind of derogatory towards mental health issues. Oh, yeah. So those that's so I, I think for that, I give this episode, uh, I give it an eight, I think. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have given an eight point five. But I also understand for the time, there was not as much. There was stigma, but it would have flown without much criticism. We we didn't do our best reference and best quote. We, oh, we're getting there. I just do it out of order. Oh, okay. I'm just flexible like that. Okay, I can <laughs> I can appreciate that. Um. Yeah. My dad would have taken the coffee or whatever. That's my favorite line. Because okay. it's it's the one time he mentions his dad, other than to Lorelai, it's the one time he mentions his dad to anybody. Yeah. And they all knew his dad well. Yeah. And I think there's some kind of continuity issue because I think when what in the previous episode with the little turkey things, mm. I could have sworn that Luke says, ever since I moved here, blah, blah, blah. But then in the next episode, he grew up in Stars Hollow. Yeah, I think he. I think he like moved away for a bit. That's. I think. Oh, yeah. is that okay? Did he say move back or something? Or moved? maybe that's okay. what it was because I think I remember he, oh. he moved back. If I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I think I remember that. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, my favorite line was when they make like a Starship Pepper joke. Also, best reference. I'm going to combine the two because I just. I think. Um, uh, Lorelai says to Rory, like, hey, babe, and then, like, looks over at uh, Lane and just says, hey, Sergeant Pepper. Oh, oh yeah, that was great. I like yeah. that. I like any Beatles reference. But, um, and then, then the Judy Blue moment was the one for me. Yeah. She wasn't having a Judy Blue moment, I would, you know, kick her out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. she would think the mother would come over and be like, because didn't she, the, the comment she was making to Lorelai was that Lorelai was a bad influence or something. In the last episode, so you would think that the mother would show up and be like, uh, where's my kid? When's she coming back? Yeah. Um, oh, I did also like, uh, I'm just going to say this as an aside, I did like the, at the town meeting when uh, Taylor was talking about selling drug paraphernalia and ends up he was talking about lava lamps. <laughs> Lava lamps. <laughs> He's like, nobody wants a lava lamp unless they're on drugs. I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, I like that part. Yeah. I just like the whole town shows up for the town meeting. Yeah. Even if it's the town meeting, it's not about like a real crucial thing. Mm-hmm. It's just everybody shows up. It's like this little idyllic town. Yeah. Everybody pretty much gets along. It was and it, it was oh, nice that they kind of yeah, like they all came together for that. Um and the contrast between because doesn't doesn't her don't that's bad grammar don't her parents live in in hartford yes okay so you see a difference between hartford which is the the quote-unquote big city Mm -hmm. and you know when they drove out for the party a couple episodes ago Mm. what a change that is and i wonder if that's also like well i don't know if they look down on her but I'm assuming that the parents would have expected her to stay in Hartford or something. I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. That's like, I, I don't know if that's part of their issue with Lorelai is that she moved to this small town instead of staying in the city with them. 
I think so. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a little bit of that up ahead. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely. I yeah, I think there's got to be some resentment of some type for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, especially about the debutante thing. The dad looks so sad about it. Yeah. And he even very like sharply says like, oh, she didn't go or, or we didn't have right. or something like that. Like, like he was very hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. So I was also curious as to how they put those photos together because, you know, CGI just, or I don't know what they did, but they must have taken photos of Lauren Graham when she was younger and like done some kind of trickery or. You you would think, yeah, something like that. So. Because it it looked like her a lot. Well, I know there's like a younger actress that plays her. So I thought, I thought that maybe played into it too. So. Oh, there's a younger actress that plays her. Yeah, like yet? I think there's like a few flashbacks where you see like a younger actress. Oh, her, so. I don't think we've seen that yet. Okay. No, but I'm my guess is that they probably just had like the actress just in the photos as well, perhaps. Right. So. Cool. Um. All right. I think you get. I gave an eight. What number did you give it? I'll give this an eight and a half. I, I, I probably like this a little bit more than you did, but I, I do think there's some issues with it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what are the I, issues? Hmm? I think the issues for me is it felt like a lot of, a lot of stuff just felt inconsistent with the previous episodes, mainly like with mm-hmm. Max and his, like he was so impatient in the last one. And then he was, kind of patient in this one. I wanted like a line where he would have just said like, you know, I really like you, Lorelai, so I'm willing to be patient or something like that. Something, something that for just, co- character continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of like just something that kind of showed some growth on his part. Right, cause he, he was just like, Oh, this is kismet. And then he just completely calmed down. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I also, I thought like some stuff was a little weird in that they set some stuff up, but then they also sort of just, leave it dangling like there's that whole stuff with um rory uh taking out the picture of her mom and her uh, dad i'm assuming they're gonna pick that up somewhere i i can tell you i can tell you they can but i just thought it was a little weird in this episode in and of itself that it was just random yeah yeah and then she took it just out of the house i thought that was interesting but i mean maybe that's part of her growth as a character is figuring out her dad is i think you know, not to spoil anything, but I do feel like Rory perhaps knows so much about her mom and doesn't know so much about her dad. It must feel mildly frustrating to not like know she's her dad. Missing a part of her, right? Yeah, right. like you, you, can you imagine only knowing like half of your parents? Like it would. I'm wondering people... why he doesn't see yeah. him more or something. Yeah. yeah. So. Because it sounds like it's not like he's traveling for work or something i mean it sounds like he just doesn't really come around and he has the ability to oh that's the that's the take i got from it i don't know if that's correct no for sure i think part of, i was chuckling a little bit because i know they they always mention with uh christopher they go oh he's got an internet startup <laughs> an internet startup which is, for the 2000s. time was like the job to have yeah but i think a lot of that imploded pretty quick so yeah, I, I was yeah. just chuckling a little bit. I'm like, I don't know if the internet startups that that 
big of a deal now. Right, let's flash forward about five years. Yeah, let's yeah. see how that panned out for uh, for Christopher. But and that was a big selling point, right? For Emily, was it you know his job or whatever? Yeah. But yeah, hopefully Christopher had some money saved up. You would hope so. So, oh, I guess but frozen not... pizza for everyone. Frozen pizza, for... and you know, I think the good takeaway is if you wanted to have frozen pizza, live your life. Maybe dress that up mm-hmm. a little. Right. Um, cool. Well, I'm over at threeingreennerds.com where you can find podcasts that I do every week. Pretty much every day of every week. And Steph's over at stephaniesarkis.com. Gaslighting is the book. Talking Brains is your other podcast. We're also on Nerds yep. in Love. We're probably going to do another one of those in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got some we got some emails stacking up. up. Yeah. Yeah. We get to... I, I feel like doing it every like two months or so. It's been great because I feel like a little more refreshed and I read some of those emails and they feel kind of new and fresh and exciting. So, yay. That'll be, be good. I'm uh, sorry. I just did a big yawn. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's 930. It's, it's been a really long day today. <laughs> behind the scenes, but I ended up going for a little bit of happy hour before this. So I'm feeling like very energetic. I'm sure it has oh, nothing good. to do with the alcohol. So, but anyways. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you all next time. I want to see what the episode we're going to be talking about next time is. Uh, it is Rory's Dance. So, oh, maybe we'll see the jerky guy again. What's his name? Tristan. Yeah, we didn't see Tristan this episode. Yeah, can't say that I missed him. No, I don't think pretty anyone... good with not seeing him. <laughs> oh, nobody, nobody <laughs> missed him. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, Tristan might just be like a case of the herpes you just might might never leave you might just be stuck Ugh. with them for a long time Ugh. terrible terrible joke but well <laughs> we'll see next episode rory's dance <laughs> bye everybody bye <laughs>